Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome to episode number 24 of Inbound Sales Journey. I'm your host, Gray McKenzie. I am joined by Ryan Herman today. And today is a special day. We are wrapping up season number two of this podcast. So these last 12 episodes have been focused on the common objections that we've heard as we have sold inbound marketing and inbound sales services over the past four plus years at Guava Box, um, and also learned from other folks in the community and the agency space. And today we're wrapping up with a very fun objection. This is one that you guys are probably going to chuckle at, um, but we're going to dive into that here in a second. But before we get started, um, during this season, Ryan and I have done our best to A, answer in each episode, answer one objection very specifically and kind of spend the whole entire episode targeting that one objection and how we've learned to deal with it. But the other thing that we've tried to do is keep these episodes short and easy to digest and actionable so you can take what we are laying out and go apply it um, in the sales calls as they come up for you. If that's a format that you are enjoying, we would love to hear about it. And so if you could just shoot us, you can hit us up on Twitter. Ryan is at Ryan R. Herman and I am at S. Gray McKenzie. And then the other thing you can do is you can email us directly. So either Ryan at doinbound.com or gray, G-R-A-Y, at doinbound.com. And I would love to, love to hear your feedback on the format for the podcast so far. So all that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into today's objection, which is this classic objection of inbound won't work for my company or inbound won't work in my industry or, or inbound doesn't work in my space, uh, my vertical for my customers. My customers uh, won't respond to that. So with that objection, Ryan, I'm curious to know, A, maybe just walk us through how you hear this, where does this come up in the sales process, and then tackle, jump right into how do you address that objection? The naysayers, Gray. This is the naysayers' objection. Uh, This is one that I hear usually, uh, it's pretty early on. Um, So here's the deal. People who are asking this have done some research or have done either a lot of research and try to come to this conclusion or very little research have come to this conclusion but are still at least interested in hearing what agencies do, how they work, uh, and how inbound might work in their industry, if it will, but just wanting someone to affirm that for them. So I'd say that it comes fairly early on uh, in the sales process. Definitely a first call question, usually uh, one of the, the first questions I will hear. And the, the best way to overcome this, there's a few approaches you can take. Um, there is the therapist approach. I'll, I'll coin that one. The, uh, the classic, why do you feel that way? And just, you can go very open-ended. The, the, the key to this one is allowing them to talk and to talk themselves into understanding that that is a, a very silly thing to say, um, you know, or to think, but not tell them, hey, that was not the most intelligent statement that you've made on the phone so far with me. So make them feel okay about it. Lead themselves there. You can ask an open-ended question like, why do you feel that way? 
and let them go and start digging in that way. The other approach, I like this one um, a little bit more direct, and that is the basically asking them, uh, how is your product or service purchased? Like, take me through your sales process and explain to me how people are purchasing it. Um, and one one person, one guy, especially the HubSpot partners are probably familiar with, Marcus Sheridan. Uh, I've seen him kind of go through this talk. He has a YouTube video as well. I think I saw in there on this. Um, but he has a, a really great approach to this. Uh, I'm, I really like how he answers it. And that is essentially, like I said before, walking them through, allowing them to uncover for themselves what is that that purchasing um, pattern that they're going through, the sales cycle that, that the um, people who are buying their product or service going through and helping them uncover the truth for themselves on, oh, you know what, this does make sense with the inbound methodology. So not you telling them, hey, what makes you so special, but trying to get that across. What makes you so special um, you know, that you're different than everyone else and allowing them to figure out the way people purchase today is not the way that people purchased 10 or 20 years ago. It is very different with the use of internet, with the power that the consumers have. Everyone knows this, right? Us in the inbound world, we know this, but helping them get there uh, on their own is the key to this one for me. Uh, and that is, you do that by asking these leading questions that are leading them down that path. So we all know how inbound works. If you're talking with someone, uh, you know, you're going to know pretty quickly based on learning a little bit about their company, their industry, whether or not inbound is a good fit. And then when they ask this question, it's kind of like, okay, I need to overcome this hurdle. I know how to get there. And the way to get there, get there is by them leading themselves on the path, not me just telling because all these objections, all these questions are said in, in sort of a defensive posture for them. It's the the art of having people lead themselves down their own path to truth that's going to really help you in sales. And that's not just for this. That's for all sales as you are selling. How do I have people lead themselves you know, to the fountain instead of just giving them the glass of water? So um, that's where I would go with this. Also, just driving home in there. How are your competitors gauging your audience? So they might be um, you know, focused on themselves and how they're doing it. I might turn it over to how are your competitors doing it? Now, there's a couple ways they can go. Yeah, you know what? I think some of them are doing some blogging and inbound marketing and things like that. You know, okay, well, what kind of success are they seeing there? Is that an area you like? Are, is there a reason that you aren't doing that? Do you think that's unsuccessful for them digging in there? The other option is, you know what? No one in my industry is doing this. That's why I'm really hesitant. Uh, that it won't work. And in that case, well, then I you know, position it as, well, what an opportunity. No one else is taking advantage of this yet. You are going to be the leader in, in this uh, and in using inbound marketing for your industry. But to get there, you already have to lay the groundwork of having them uh, take themselves down that path of realizing, okay, people are not purchasing the same way. Things have changed, and I don't want to be behind that trend. I want to be part of that trend. I want to lead that trend. Uh, and the way that people purchase my product, the inbound methodology goes hand in hand with that. So, Yeah, good stuff, Ryan. I think that you hit the nail on the head. I don't really have a lot to add to that. It really is just a series of questioning. And as we've been riffing on for this entire season, it's all about asking the questions and helping the folks, helping your prospects to uncover a truth for themselves. And so I think as you're going through that, maybe the one thing I'd add on is typically when I've run into this, it has been from folks who 
are, uh, I, I guess, folks who are in industries that tend to be a little bit behind uh, most other industries. And it's from older owners who are maybe first or second generation CEOs. I've heard that a lot as well. That That's not the only place. That's just where I've heard it a lot. And so I think that if you can help them to understand not just how they're consumers, because they may not know. I think that a lot of times I've run into this situation where sometimes they've got a great handle on who the average customer is, and sometimes they really don't know very well. Uh, but I'd say more often than not, they do know. But but still, you can help to make this personal for them and just say, you personally, uh, the last time that you purchased something, have you ever purchased something through the internet? Uh, the last item that you purchased, did you do any research? Um, like, how did you find out about it? How did you... Uh, Read? Did you read reviews? Do you care about reviews? Um, just just help them uncover their own purchasing behavior, and I think that that can also flip a light switch. In addition to, and that's a little bit more personal than how does your customer? If they don't have uh, a personal relationship with a lot of their customers, that might be an easier way to to pull that in as well. And then the one other thing that I'd add on to this is you want to uncover their own behavior and their audience's behavior. If you have case studies, I think that can be a powerful thing as well. Now, I would say first start by helping them uncover it because a case study is pretty black and white. It's, hey, here's what somebody else is doing. You can read through this. You can review it and see whether this, um, you know, whether this fits with, with what you're trying to do. Uh, you can tell the story live on a call or in a meeting face-to-face with them. Uh, but that's another thing that I would throw out there that, that you can also use. But ultimately, it really boils down to everyone thinks they're special. Everyone thinks they're unique and that certain things just won't work for their industry or will work or won't work. Um, But obviously if they knew the key, then they would be already unlocking this. There probably wouldn't be a conversation happening with you right now. So just the fact that they're having the conversation, I would say as an, as an inbound salesperson, don't get defensive when you hear this question. Instead realize that this is generally something on their end uh, which is defensive. Um, they're already questioning internally. They're already kind of thinking internally, you know, that maybe this stuff will work. And so this is kind of a defensive posture to say this won't work. And I think there's also the principle of, um, of disarmament or disarming them where you say, okay, like as you're leading into these questions, instead of saying, well, actually, Mr. Prospect inbound will work. And here's why, have you ever made a purchase instead say, okay, um, kind of what you said around why do you feel that way or um, just some way to say, you know what, inbound may not be right for every company um, and then lead into it. But but go in without them feeling like you're just going to beat them over the head with inbound, inbound, inbound. So, um, Ryan, anything else that you'd want to tack onto that point? Yeah, well, I think that uh, not necessarily tack onto that point, but I just would like to leave just a couple of basic uh, sales tips that I've learned that will uh, hopefully help our listeners out. This can be applied uh, across all the different topics, all the different objections that we have um, talked about today, but just some some small principles that might help you as you look to improve your, your own um, sales abilities um, and your process for your agency. So a couple of quick things. Um, rapport is super important. Um, I've talked about this before in season one, but people want to buy from people that they trust that they're friends with 
you need to be genuine and wanting to help people out. Uh, and to go hand in hand with that, a good way to be genuine to build trust is um, the the principle of disarming um, people. When they come, a lot of people come talking to an agency, talking to a salesperson in a defensive posture. Um, so not just telling them or trying to get to the quick sell, but really listening to what they're saying, not saying we're the best fit for you right off the bat. You need to use HubSpot. You need to do this. You need to do that. But putting it in context and allowing them to, to lead them and coming to some of these conclusions on their own. Um, another tip is just stories and analogies, trying to relate inbound, um, which is a new concept for a lot of people, which we forget. I think a lot of the times this is what we live and we breathe, uh, trying to relate it to other things. For me, I have a history in home building. You could make um, a ton of analogies with fitness training. I mean, there's tons of different things. Just try to get some solid analogies that will help put it in an, uh, another context. And then the last thing that I wanted to leave uh, you know, the audience with, Gray, is is a systems type of type of um, concept, and that is when you are going through your sales process, a lot of these objections are preventable, and they're preventable by giving people the information that they need and asking the right questions up front and, and in the beginning uh, and not having these questions and doubts creeping in and halting the process. Um, so by addressing concerns early, don't shy away from concerns. Concerns need to be addressed Every industry, every sales situation, there are concerns that are going to come up. There's questions that need to be answered. Face them head on uh, in the way that I described earlier, using that rapport, rapport disarming them, um, and using some stories and analogies. But make sure that you don't shy away from it and that you have thought through for your agency how we want to address these common objections that we've heard. Take the objections because they might be different for you and your agency depending on the uh, industry that you are working within or the industries you're working within, there are going to be objections that we have not addressed in these 12 this season. Take the ones that you hear, and especially the ones that are common, and write your own responses. Do what we've done on this podcast, but do it for yourself. And so that you know, your salespeople know when you hear these, because you will hear these, this is a great way to combat them, to address them. And then you can take that and be preemptive in your approach. So, okay, I know these are what's common to me that I hear. How can I address these uh, uh, up front in a way that makes sense in context so that this isn't looming in the background in people's minds? So I just wanted some good practical advice at the end to leave people with. Um, so hopefully that's helpful to you as an owner or you as an agency salesperson um, to take away uh, during the end of the season. Absolutely. Good stuff, Ryan. Well, hey, with that, we're going to bring this episode home. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 24 of Inbound Sales Journey. If you would like the show notes for this episode and all the previous ones, head to doinbound.com slash salesjourney. At the bottom of each of these last 12 episodes, you will find a link to download the 10 steps to building an inbound agency sales system. Um, that is a resource that we've put together, a free ebook download to help you out with uh, with getting your sales system streamlined and set up as quickly as possible for your agency and as effectively as possible. So any questions you guys have, as I said before, you can uh, leave a comment on the show notes. You can reach us via email, ryan at doinbound.com and gray at doinbound.com. We would love your feedback on this season, on the show overall, 
uh, format and any suggestions for future stuff that you would like to discuss on the podcast here, whether that is sales topics um, that you are struggling with, you're not sure how to build a system, you are not sure how to answer specific objections, or you've just run into situations uh, where somebody's uh, someone else's opinion or input might be helpful to you. We would love to hear that. And, uh, of course, all of that goes into figuring out what to bring you guys up next. So stay tuned for next week, the kickoff of season number three, and we've got some exciting new stuff to share with you. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show was brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash salescourse. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salescourse. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes and subscribe, and make sure to leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.